Hey guys, what's up? It's Hannah here of the Doers and Shakers podcast. I want to talk a minute about what it's like to price out your business or your services. It can feel so icky. It can feel head spinning and a little bit jolting, right? But guess what? We need to get right around what we charge for our services. We are worth it. We are valuable and then some. So today's episode is all about what the F do I charge? How do I know what to charge? And how do I get right charging that amount? I hope this episode is very helpful for you. If anything, I hope it gives you the confidence that you've been needing to either bump those prices up or to speak a little bit more confidently behind your pricing. If you like what you hear today and you feel inspired or there was a flame ignite behind all of the feelings after tuning in, please share on Instagram and tag doers and shakers. I want to hear from you. I want to know who's listening. And if you're feeling extra awesome and want to show me some love, drop a review below. It helps the podcast get seen. I don't make anything from this. It's all for you. It's all for us sharing in the love of New England and beyond businesses. I want this to get out to as many people as possible so we can help one another grow our businesses, grow our bank account, and grow in life. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Hey all, welcome to episode 12. It's been a hot minute. I haven't recorded an episode in a while. Um, I am currently in the thick of wedding and photography season and this is right about the time where life for me feels full speed ahead. Lots of editing, lots of bookings, lots of traveling in my car, which by the way, I'm just going to say it. I can come off like I am, you know, I've got my shit together and everything is great. (laughs) And I am neat and proper and, you know, my car, however, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm this classy human being when it comes to my car. I need to do a better job. My car looks like the inside of an apartment building. I have shoes, jackets, makeup. I have bottles of lotion on the floor. I have snacks from last week. I'm not even going to try to pretend like I've got this nice interior. (laughs) I love my car. It's beautiful. I'm proud of it. It's a nice car. The inside during wedding season literally looks like the inside of a college dorm room or my old apartment. Anyway, I don't know why I threw that in there. If you can relate, cool. Anyways... So I've been super busy and, but I try to remain present and focused and take lots and lots of breaks. So in between shooting and weddings and traveling, I am trying extra hard to be present with my family, with myself, with self-care, nap time, true days off. So the podcast has taken a back seat, but here we are, episode 12, and this episode I'm excited to record because I have so many personal attachments to the talk around money and charging for my services, what should I charge, feeling if that's enough, feeling if that's too much, 
feeling nervous to send the message with the quote. We all have that feeling multiple times in our businesses, whether we're selling a service or we are charging for something or we're charging tax or we are sending a contract with a quote. Sometimes our bellies can feel a bit icky, questionable, and just overall, are we doing it right? And I know that the elephant in the room, when you are face to face with someone and they're talking to you about booking with you and how much they love you and your services and your business. And then the question gets brought up, well, how much will that cost? What do you charge for this? What's that going to cost me? Or gosh forbid the awful quote where someone says, yeah, but are you expensive? Or the quotes, and we see them all over Facebook, looking for so-and-so that doesn't cost an arm and a leg, right? As a photographer, it kills me to read those, those quotes, right? Looking for a photographer that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Looking for a photographer that's not expensive. Those phrases can be offensive and they're a bit odd, right? So it's not about being expensive. It's not about costing an arm and a leg, friends. Sometimes people's prices are different from the person beside them based on experience, based on equipment, based on location, you know, based on the experience. We have to step more in the realm of hiring someone for the services because we're hiring them right? We're not hiring or buying the product or the service. We're hiring the person that's going to provide that. And therefore the value in that, and when you see it that way, goes up tremendously. I've always stood by the mindset and the mind frame of, I want to put out there that people are hiring me. They're not hiring my camera. They're not hiring my skill. They're hiring me. And with me comes my experience and my background and my trials and errors, and how I'm going to show up for you, and things that I'm going to know for you that you won't know on your wedding day, because I've done it for 10 years. The service, the customer service, and the overall energy that I'm going to provide for you is wrapped up with a pretty bow in my pricing. So on today's episode, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you can feel a little bit better about pricing things, how you should price things, and just get right with your prices. And we should be charging, not, I don't like to say charge what you're worth, because if that were the case, then prices would be through the roof, as they should be. If you're charging for who you are and your service and your time away from your family and your time spent and your energy given to the people that are hiring you, then we'd be charging a lot more. So I don't necessarily like the phrase charge what you're worth. I just want to talk a little bit about what your prices should be based on your experience what it, and what you're bringing to the table. And that we need to feel confident when we're talking about our prices. We need to stand tall and proud, chin up, and speak about the value of our service instead of, you know, kind of shriveling up and whispering the price and getting nervous. Or, and this is the worst part, bringing our prices down when we think someone can't afford us just to book them. We never want to be in that energy. We never want to be desperate for someone's money, someone's business, because then that sets us in the space that we don't want to be in. We never want to slash prices for business. And I will get a little bit into that later in the episode about if you're just starting out, if you're just building a portfolio, if you need to build clientele, there's creative ways to kind of 
personalize, if you will, some packages so that right out the gate, you're not charging more than you will if you're in the experienced field. All right, let's get into it. How do I know how much to charge? So this is a tricky episode in the sense that you could be on here and you're a hairstylist, you're a photographer, you have an Etsy shop, you sell uh, skincare, you make your own skincare, you have your own healthcare line, whatever it might be, this episode is not necessarily for someone that's obviously in social selling or network marketing as those prices are already set for you. This episode is about people that are quite literally designing their own price plan on a website or a link to an Etsy shop. So at the end of the day, there's some things to consider when pricing out your products or pricing out your service, right? You have to take into consideration how much time not only are you going to be putting into the service. So for example, if you're a photographer or a hairstylist or someone that works on site, a designer or caterer or florist, you have to consider charging for the time the day of service, so your hours spent on that day, the time perhaps spent afterwards continuing a project for them or editing for them, finishing up a service or a product that you're going to ship out, charge for the time away from your family and what that means to you. So if you're traveling, charge for your travel time in the car. Some prefer to charge by mileage. Some prefer to charge hourly. You have to charge for your time, though, to the job and from the job and the time after doing the job. Those are all things to take into consideration. And then add more money to that. Okay? I'm here in that energy. I'm telling you. Don't just charge for the service and then the time it takes you to get there and then the time it takes you to complete the service afterwards. Add on more because you're worth it and you're adding on for experience and value, your energy and what you're bringing to the table. Okay? So don't just be charging for your time. Charge for your energy. Charge for your soul and your heart and all of the things that you put into your product to your time, to your service, and to the people that are hiring you. That's how you start to put out your brand of they're not just hiring your service, they're not just buying your product, they're hiring you. They're buying from you. They want to buy from you and they want to charge your service because they know that what they're getting is the utmost highest value. When we start to dance and play around in the realm of slashing prices and giving discounts and giving things away and constantly be offering and lowballing yourself just to get things on your calendar. People feel that energy and they see that and they see that they can get away with just lowballing you as well and that you have a lot of time on your hands and that your product is free uh, and that your services can come up for a lower price and then you start to get into the bargain shopper's where they're not, you know, you're going to get the messages where, and I get it, I know that people are on a budget and I get that things are expensive nowadays and some people can't afford certain things. And we'll talk about that as well because we need to respect that, all right? We're not millionaires. We all have to have a budget. We all need things that are discounted here and there. I'm talking about the people that are only going to shop around And they don't care how well your service is. They don't care to know you, your product, or what you're offering. They just see how much you charge. 
And sometimes that can feel extremely icky and taken advantage of. So take some time. There's some, there's some tricks and some tips where you can sit down and think about, okay, what am I offering here? I know I'm really good at this. I know that I'm really awesome at this and I'm going to crush that on the day of. Or I know that when I mail that product, they're going to be absolutely in love with it. It's a top seller and they're going to want more. Then you need to charge for that and you need to get comfortable with that. When you speak confidently about your pricing and your services, people feel that and they go, all right, she's not effing around. Then they understand that and they feel that energy. So they take you seriously. They take your service seriously. They understand the value in that product and they're going to be willing to pay for it. They're going to be, they're going to know that you are worth it. And my friends at the end of the day, that is the only vibe that you should ever be putting out is I am fucking worth it. Right? So I'm just here to, to put out put out some some energy to you and some excitement and encouragement that start charging top dollar for what you're doing and then sprinkle in a little bit more because you're worth it, right? So how do I feel about cruising other people's websites and shops to find out what they're charging? I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I understand in the industry... People do that constantly, right? We're looking for, okay, what's my neighbor charging? And it's not even necessarily so that you can charge less or more to like get the competition knocked out. Sometimes you're like, I need a baseline, right? What are we charging? What are they charging? And how should I be charging? So it's okay to, you know, go around and figure out what people are charging and what they offer and how they're doing it. And don't be afraid to reach out to people that you look up to and follow in your industry and ask them, how did they price out their services and why? What is the breakdown for that? If you don't mind me asking, be respectful, compliment them in the message, let them know that you follow them and you've been respecting them for many years and that you know that you're coming to them because you value their service and you know that they know what's up, right? Don't just pop in and be like, hey, how much do you charge for this, <laughs> right? Send out a letter as if you are applying for a job, if you will. I have that frame of mind sometimes. Anytime I'm private messaging someone that doesn't know me from a hole in the wall, I always come to them as if I'm praising their business, their company, their service. I'm stepping into somebody else's space. So I know that I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to compliment them and I'm going to be giving them the utmost faith that I'm there because I trust them and I'm just looking for feedback. And they'll respect that and they will help you. So I don't find anything wrong with that. Um, I wouldn't copy someone's prices or packages, you know, from bullet point to bullet point and then paste it onto your website. You know, that would be silly. Trust me, that happens. It's happened to me so many times (laughs) in the photography industry. For the most part, a lot of packages are similar and people offer certain things in a very similar fashion. And I've seen a lot of people copy things and this is not a good look, not a good look friends, but so it's also in, it can help anyway. It's helpful for some people. Some people prefer not to, if you write out a price guide list, 
So if people are are clearly window shopping and you're getting messages from someone and they're just feeling out, they're putting feelers out, whether they're booking for their wedding or they need a florist or a DJ or a hairstylist or they want to buy some skincare products on Etsy, whatever this might be, they're feeling out for prices, right? A lot of times in business and in marketing, if you just respond with, this is $59, this is $1,000, if you have a, that's not as effective as if you had a price guide that you could send them because you don't know what they're looking for, that they don't even know what they're looking for, right? So if you send them a price guide that also shows other products you sell, other services that you include, other little tidbits as part of different packages, they might see that and go, oh, well, I got to add that. I hadn't even thought of that. And then boom, you just up your value of what you're selling. So take some time to type out a price guide to either have like, I highly suggest, you know, on your Instagram page, a really good highlight to have is, you know, your services, ways to work with you, your price guide, things like that. If you're a photographer, oftentimes your prices will be on your website. Um, There's a lot of things that go into like the psyche of marketing on, on Instagram and when to put prices and how to put prices. Good rule of thumb is, you know, if you're selling products, if you have an Etsy page, if you have services like photography, florist, DJ, things like that, that break down a lot of different steps or packages, placing that on your website is a good rule of thumb, not necessarily in a highlight reel on your Instagram. Um, But people that are in an industry, whether you do, you know, maybe hair or you make dried floral bouquets or you sell wooden fixtures or, you know, tangible products that someone is buying, physical pieces, you could have a little bit of a price guide on your Instagram page. And that is super, super highly effective because you're planting the seeds as well over time. They might go on there to look to see how much you charge for this, but they might see that you also do this and they know in a few weeks they might pop back in to buy that. But if you're not showing them what else you offer, they don't know. So it's all about how you can bring them back how we bring them back to the shop, how we add on more products and more services for additional costs to put more money where the value is and what we're selling, right? And that's what it's all about, showing what you're worth and showing what you're all about and what you have to offer. And then like I always said, adding a bit more to that. So how do we address when someone says that is way too expensive or whoa, you charge a lot. This person only charges this much. That can feel so frustrating. Getting that email, getting that DM, right? It can feel offensive. It can feel, and some of you may feel differently. You know, some of you maybe say, what the heck, it doesn't matter. They're on a budget, that's fine. But let's be real. Sometimes it does kick us in the belly. We're like, ooh, that doesn't feel good to hear that. They think that I'm charging way too much. Sometimes people aren't saying that to be offensive. They don't understand if they're not in the world of business, especially, they don't understand what it's like to be a business owner and put your blood, sweat, tears, heart, soul, energy into what you're doing. So it's very important. I never respond right away to those messages. I take a day or I take a minute so that I'm not responding with emotion behind it. Because I will be the first to admit there has been times where I have responded and I go, ooh, I hope I wasn't coming off like a biatch there. 
because I felt extremely offended by that message. So the good rule of thumb is to take some time before you respond right back because in business, responding from an emotional standpoint is never a good move. We got to just respond professionally and to the point and stick to it. I always respond with, you know, thank you for your time. I wish you all the best. If you need some recommendations, for for example, photographers, we always know people that are just brand new in the industry that are trying to build a portfolio or we have second shooters that are trying to make their way up. So I oftentimes will provide them with names and I just say, okay, I understand that might be a little out of your budget. Thank you for considering me. I do have a couple people that are newer in the industry and they would probably love to chat with you that might have packages within your budget. Also, maybe they just need a little bit further information or a better description of your service to understand why you're charging that much. And again, I go back to having a price guide. Explain the price breakdown of what your service costs and why. And then oftentimes people will understand a little bit better. Oh, that's why that costs that much because this is what I'm getting and this is the longevity of what I'm getting. So always break down, chat it out and and respond in a manner of this is what you're getting and this is why and this is why it, it costs that much. And then always respond with people that you can refer them to for for options because we need to continue to support each other, especially in New England. You know somebody else that that is doing the same thing as you that maybe is a little bit less pricey. So throwing that out there. Um, I have a lot of mantra cards that I read. I, I need to do a little bit better of a job um, reading them daily, but I have healing mantra cards and the idea is to shuffle them and there are different cards that have feelings or emotions or mantras to help you get through the week they specifically will speak to an entrepreneurial spirit if you're in the thick of a very busy season it's it's very important to have mindfulness around things that bring you hesitation or make your gut and your belly and your mind feel a little bit antsy aka talking about pricing so i have these healing mantra cards and oftentimes if I'm not, if I'm feeling off balanced or a little disheveled around certain things, um, I often will go to my healing mantra deck of cards and I always will pull one out. And recently I pulled a card and it's one of the inviting ecstasy cards. This is a card that speaks to something that you might be feeling within something that is taking over. And since this episode is all about uh, money mindset and feeling like what I should charge and if I'm if I'm worth it and and all of those things, I thought this card was really important to share and speak a little bit about. So, I pulled a card and it's and it reads, "I am worthy of all the pleasure my heart desires." It's so key when running a business to know that you are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of charging that much. You are worthy of putting up the website. You are worthy of making that product and selling that product. You as a person, the face behind the business name, the face behind the Etsy shop, the face behind the product, you are worthy 
of all of your heart's desires. Whatever you want to do, speak, feel, sell, and put out, you are allowed. And even further than that, you're worthy of it. You're allowed to, and you should be. Getting right with money mindset and what we're charging and, and what we're putting on our website and what, how we're responding with a quote or how we're face-to-face with someone telling what we charge come from a place of knowing that you are damn worthy of speaking those prices. There's a lot of talk in the, the marketing business money world about the higher the price on your website or on your product the more desirable you are. There is some truth in that, right? We know when we go into a store and let's just talk about wine. We all love wine, right? When I go to a store and I'm looking for a red wine, I particularly just always buy my faves, but we know that the wine that's all the way at the bottom of the shelf and it's super, super cheap is probably not gonna taste as good as the bottle of wine all the way at the top that is a little bit more than the bottom shelf, right? Side note, your business is way more worthy and valuable than a bottle of wine. Just humor me. (laughs) So we reach for probably the middle bottle, right? Sometimes we feel a little nervous about buying a super expensive bottle of red wine when it's a Wednesday night and we're just buying it because we got steak. So we're not going to go fancy, but we don't want to go bottom shelf because we know we're not trying to wake up with a hangover after one glass of wine. So we might grab the bottle in the middle of the shelf. Correct? There's some of you that are like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's same, same goes with pricing. So when you're pricing things out, think about when someone visits your website or your Etsy shop or looks at your products, if everything is super, super cheap because you're chicken shit to charge what it's really worth, then they're going to see it as cheap. They're going to think, well, hmm, why is that so low? Why does that why is that price so so low? And in their mind, we can't help it. We're automatically going to think, well, it's probably not good or it probably doesn't work or it's probably not experienced. All those things go through someone's head, right? A consumer thinks that way. We all think that way. So that is why even though it's scary, pricing your products, your services, what it should be at top dollar because you're worth it is actually very beneficial and will bring people in. And also, and most importantly, it will attract the type of clientele that you want to bring in. When we're offering services or a product or selling anything, we're not trying to attract somebody that is just there to suck us dry and take us for everything that we're worth and they're pulling this product and they want this but they also want that for free and they also want to know how they can get that discounted and they want this and that or they take all your samples and they never buy from you we don't want any of that but that's the clientele that we will attract if when we put our pricing out there and we put our wording out there and our energy around our money and our services those are the those are the people that we're going to attract right if you're trying to build your way up in a wedding industry for example and you really want to start shooting weddings that you feel good about and people want you there and you're included as a member of the wedding day and you're not just seen as this vendor that they don't even identify with and they 
they don't even know your last name. They just hired you because your price is cheap and you show up and the wedding isn't desirable because they don't even care to have a wedding. They just did it to have a wedding and there's nothing fun to photograph and no one really cares about the photos. That's the clientele that you're going to attract when you just lowball and put out a super base bottom line price just to get something on the books. Or you offer a ton of samples for the products that you're selling and you give a ton of things away constantly day in and day out. And those, those people keep coming back and taking all the freebies, but they never buy from you. You're basically giving them permission to do so. So back to my wine story, offer a bottom, middle, and top is always a really great rule of thumb. You want to support the people that maybe financially need a little bit less and they're just looking for a simple and a few things so you have that for them then you've got the middle ground right and you want this to be like your most common package or your most common product you sell the things that you really want to sell the things you want to get out there so you charge a bit more and I'm going to come back to this in a second and then you offer something more top shelf that's a bit pricier for your higher clientele. Maybe they want all of the things, all of your services, more time, more products, more photos, all of the different things, right? So you have that there as well. That's called a price sandwich. You've got something low, you've got something high, and you've got something in the middle. Let's go back to the middle price that I was talking about the most popular price that you're offering, the most popular product that you're offering right there in the middle ground. Psychologically, that's what people will be drawn to immediately because they see the bottom shelf and the top shelf. They want to know what's in the middle, right? The just right. So have this be the package that you really want to sell then. Name your price. If you know that on every wedding, you want to make at least $3,000, then that's the, that's the package. That's your middle package, $3,000. Then price out your bottom package and your top package. Everything should be based off the package that you actually want to sell the most. Or for example, let's say you sell products. Have different product options, but you know that there's a specific product that you work the most on, that costs the most to make, that costs the most to ship. And you know that's also your best-selling product that everyone loves, gets the best results, and you want everyone to have it. Start with that as your middleman, the flasher of your your website, if you will. The product bundle that most people feel like they can want to spend money on and that they feel like secure and comfortable buying. And then price out your bottom shelf off of that and your top shelf off of that. Drive home the price that you actually want to be making each and every time. There's so much more that I can get into that. So if you're listening to this podcast and you kind of want to chat that out with me, feel free to send me a DM or shoot me an email and I will 100% walk you through that. I do not have all of the answers to pricing. I am not an expert in pricing. I will just simply talk to you about my experience over the 10 plus years of pricing things out and I will walk you through about what it looks like to make packages based off of that method. There's so many different methods out there. So if you heard this and that doesn't jive with you, there's always somewhere you can just Google, buy a book, or shop from a friend to get something that feels a little bit more secure for you. But I do hope a little bit of that advice helped you. Okay. So 
How do you know that you are pricing things that feel good? There's going to always be different months where you sell more things and months that you sell less. Never base your business on your down months. There could be people that could disagree with that, but here's what I mean. Stick with me for a second. There are so many different seasons for different business owners. For example, if you own a restaurant, you're obviously busier in the summer. If you're a wedding photographer, you're very, very, very busy in the fall. If you own products that are bundles and gift packages, probably Christmas is really hot for you. That's the energy you want to stay in and always be thankful for that. You know the money is flowing a little bit harder during those times. You offer more discounts during that time. You have multiple consumers and customers coming in and out during that specific time. Then we have the months that are slow. We're talking snail status. Like photographers, January and February, it's just a weird time, right? March starts to creep up a little bit more, but it's just not our hot ticket months. It's so easy to fall into this depressive state of like feeling a little more money hungry, desperate and understanding like, okay, these are my down months. This happens every year. I need to remember that and it it is okay But sometimes we step into a desperate mindset, right? And we start slashing prices and we give things away and we pull people in and we start to do this and we do that and we get desperate and we get nervous. Check yourself before you start to spiral. (laughs) Before you start to give everything away and slash all of your prices. Because what happens is you step into a zone where you're not feeling too great about what's going on, right? And, and that's exhausting energy. And running a business, that can be very desperate and depressing. So try to make sure that if you're going to do things that you make up for it elsewhere or don't necessarily give things away. Here's what I mean. Perhaps you are a photographer and you offer hair and makeup or you offer digital prints as well as physical prints. Maybe you come up with a creative package that is your normal, let's just say $400 lifestyle package where people can come in and have their photos taken. A way to still get that entire package during your your off season, still get paid the same amount, maybe throw in hair and makeup or throw in 45 extra images or throw in a discount to shop additional images. Maybe it's your off season and you sell gift baskets of luxury products. And you know that there's certain months out of the year that you don't sell diddly squat and it gets a little, it gets quiet. So you start throwing up things that buy this for free, get this and buy this for free, buy this basket and I'll do this and that. Try to keep your, keep your price where it's at. Still sell that basket for the exact same amount, but add in two extra products, right? Or add in free shipping. Or the point is, don't slash your prices or give things away. Add something to it so that they always think they are getting a deal or they are getting more bang for their buck 
but you're still getting paid. There's ways to do this, right? So maybe you are a hairstylist and there's things that you want to fill, right? You've got a bunch of appointments that have canceled. It's your off season. Or maybe you are going on a trip and you want to make some extra money the next few days. Still charge what you would charge for someone to come in for a cut and a color, but maybe say that you'll also throw in a blowout and a style and a product. Still get paid what you would normally get paid. That's the point. But just throw something in so they are getting more bang for their buck because they do deserve you to throw them a bone sometimes. In business, we have to gift things and we have to still give back. That's very important. Giving back is key. But you still should get paid. I learned that the hard way. Like, I, for so many years, would offer like 50% off photo shoots. No joke. Or when I was, you know, during my off season and I wanted a wedding and I wanted a retainer and I just wanted to book it or I wanted this or I wanted that. Like full disclosure, I would just offer them an outrageous lowball amount and then wedding season would hit and I would be taking on this wedding and I knew I did not charge enough. And I took a loss. And I'm like, why would I do that? Why did I do that to myself? So just consider this a little bit of a plug that most of us are in our busy season right now. Summer months, we're busy, right? Just try to remember later this winter that still offer your services, but maybe throw in a couple extra little tidbits. All right, guys. So... I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope it sparked something for you. I hope you felt good listening to it. I want to encourage anyone listening to this episode to always stand tall, remain proud. Confident is key in pricing to get right with your prices, not to feel yucky around what you're charging. And when you are speaking about your prices, know that it's not just you talking about what you're charging someone. You're telling someone, this is my service, this is my brand, this is my energy, and this is me standing behind that quote that I just gave you. You are hiring me. You are getting me behind that service. You are getting me as the designer and creative of that product. And know that you're worth it. And don't forget to sprinkle in a little bit more because you deserve a little bit more. I'm so, so proud of each and every one of you. And I want to thank you all so much for always listening in to these episodes, showing support on social media. It means the world you have no idea. I want to do so much more than I have time for at the moment. I do promise to record a little bit more episodes. I want to encourage you to reach out to me though. If you want me to highlight your business on my page, on my Doers and Shakers page on Instagram and my Facebook page, I would love to do that. I want to hear from you. I want to hear who is listening to these episodes. I want to feature you. I want to celebrate you. I want to give you shout outs. I want to bring you business. So send me a DM on Instagram, doers.and.shakers or shoot me an email, doersandshakers at yahoo.com. I love you all. I'm proud of you. You should be very proud. Stand tall. Add some dollar signs to that website. Get your price guide written out. Confidently stand behind it. And don't forget to add a little more. Be well. (music) 
there you have it, episode 12. Thanks so much for listening to the entire episode. I hope that it found value within your heart and made you feel good and get out there and either raise your prices or get right behind talking about your pricing. Hey, if you want to chat a little bit extra behind the scenes with me on how to grow your business, grow your Instagram, or find out what the F is my brand, shoot me an email. Let's chat. Doersandshakers at yahoo.com or drop a DM in my Instagram page, doers.and.shakers. Let's talk about getting your brand seen, the face behind the name, implement a plan. I will help you with pricing if you'd like. We can talk about an, an outline of your business, how you're growing, how you're not growing, how you should be growing. We can just work alongside one another, swapping inspiration and growing your business. Maybe I've got the tools that you've been needing. I hope you're all doing well and business is booming. Be well.